for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. Ha. Letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. Ha. Black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gon' knock, the snare gon' crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gon' pour, the speakers gon' crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blap chat, blap chat, blap chat, blap chat, blap I don't know why those always put a smile on my face. All right, Uh. we are officially here. Another episode yet again of Blab Chat. This is episode one hundred four. We're just going through them, baby. One hundred four. That's that's amazing. One hundred four episodes. Welcome to Blab Chat. I'm your host Ilman. I'm here with my amazing co-hosts. Your girl Perfection. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Atlas, the plug is here. Okay. We're missing. Uh, we're missing Glam, of course. Uh, we love you, Glam. Yeah, we, we love you, Glam. We 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 really miss you. Um, but she'll be back very soon on the show. But uh, welcome to Blab Chat, man. Uh, episode one hundred four. Mm-hmm. This is an all music production podcast. Uh, and uh, man, one hundred four episodes. Shout to all of our subscribers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to shout you guys out. Um, all of our day ones, all of our new listeners. If you're just tuned in and you're just getting into Blab Chat, welcome. You know, there's a lot of really cool things we talk about on this podcast. Uh, If you're a music producer, uh, an audio engineer, a rapper, a singer, an aspiring uh, musician, Mm -hmm. uh, this is probably the podcast for you. You know, we want to try to create as much value as possible. I love the topics we talk about mm, so I, f- good. I feel like um, so good a lot of our topics come from prior discussions before we we start recording <laughs> yeah. true you know so i definitely want to bring some of that stuff up very shortly yeah for sure and it's all like real life stuff too like real life stuff, stuff that we really went through or have gone through or going through currently or exactly. know someone is doing it exactly so shout out to all of our listeners if you're listening to this or watching this on youtube make sure you hit that follow button that subscribe button you know all of those little um, gestures of support really, really help us. Um, so retweet, repost, put your friends on to this, um, you know, and leave comments too. Hit mm-hmm. us up on all social media at BlapChat, B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T. If you want to ask us a question or want us to talk about anything on the podcast, really just just hit us up, man. And uh, we'll try our best to get to you for sure. Josh, we're rolling, right? Yeah. We're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all of our listeners. Um I want to first start off by uh, uh, starting with a couple of announcements. Um, you know, right now I'm in the middle of a contest. I'm sure you guys know about this contest right now. It's the uh, Infinity Loops contest for all my producers. So just to keep it short, I'm doing a little contest here. The deadline is July 4th. What I'm doing is I'm going to pick one winner uh, and I'm giving away a pair of head audio 
high-end monitors, brand new. So I've partnered up with Head Audio, mm-hmm. um, who are actually the guys who developed Atom speakers. So if oh, you're really? a fan of Atoms, yeah, um, huh. these guys uh, uh, parted ways with Atom and started their own company. And they're super high-end speakers. I have a pair at home. They're amazing. Saved my life. Um, so I'm giving one pair out for free to one winner. Um, and basically what you do is you go to blapkits.com, B-L-A-P, uh, K-I-T-S, you download the Infinity Loops sample pack, and you're going to flip a beat from that pack using any sounds you want. And then you're going to post that beat on your Instagram account using the hashtag Infinity Loops Contest. Uh, and you do that before July 4th. And then uh, the week of July 4th, I'm going to go through all the submissions and pick one winner. So good Fire. luck to all the producers. I'm trying to hear some fire. Okay. Fire. No craps. No fire. Craps. I can't wait to, uh, to whoever wins so we can shout them out on the show. Yeah, we're going to shout you out on the show. It's be dope. Maybe we'll do a little Skype. Yeah. Word. Maybe if, if they're the local, we'll have Special them come guest. in. Yeah. Yeah. Special guest. If you're local, yeah. if you're in and around New York City, That'd and you fun. win the contest... We're we're we we're raising the stakes guests. here. Yeah, we're gonna bring you to the podcast. Let's go. Facts. We're real like that. Real yeah, life. we're gonna bring you up and, and we're gonna talk about uh, your life and what Why you're not? trying to do. <laughs> uh, but if you're not in the area and you win, we'll, we'll try to do a little video, yeah, mm-hmm. a little Skype thing with you, and we'll get that that's going. Fun. Yeah, it's that's gonna exciting. be fun. So good luck to all my producers. Again, go to blackkits.com to enter that contest. Also, too, you guys already know I'm visiting different cities every month. Um, I'm choosing, not choosing, but I'm I'm getting. 20 to 30 upcoming music creators in a secret studio location. The event's called Pass the Aux, and uh, I'm traveling to different cities every month for the rest of the year. So if you're interested in uh, joining me and uh, coming to play your music, meeting your peers, um, playing your music for me and getting constructive criticism and uh, you know, getting your questions answered and stuff like that, um, go to my website, illmindproducer.com and uh, choose your city and lock your ticket in and you can come and hang out with us. So that's going to be fire. Um, you guys have any other any announcements? You, you roll wanna, disco, you roll baby. Roll the roll you got disco. the roll of disco party. Tell, tell them about week, it, bro. Right? Yeah. <laughs> next week, the 20th, Thursday night, uh, New York City at Drum. If you're here, roll a disco party. Uh, Ilmine's going to be out of town, but Perfection's going to be so there. I know, I'm so mad that I'm missing it. Yep, I'll be there. Josh will be there. Rollerblading, yeah. roller skating. Roller skating. It's just a roller skating disco party. So it's going to be Amazing. a lot of fun. Obviously, you can't uh, drink and skate at the same time because no. that is a, a hazard. No, you don't yeah. want to do that. But, you know, but we'll have, a, we'll have it sectioned off where you can drink, this drinking section, and then we'll have the skating section uh, Love it. Uh, off. How many skates you got? 300. I got 300 yeah. skates on deck and ready to go. So if you're interested in that, um, just follow me, Atlas the Plug, uh, A-T-L-A-S the Plug, and it's in the, my bio, the link on Amazing. all social media. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's other stuff I'm working on. You guys know about it. But, yeah, uh, it'll bubble. It'll uh, When the yeah. time is right, though, the world will hear about that mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And I'm doing my panel. Mm-hmm. My panel. Yeah, the panel's oh, coming yeah, that's up. That's right. Yeah, yeah. In the music industry. Yep. Yes, women in the music industry. Honoring Faith Newman. It's going to be at the Scratch Academy amazing. on the 29th mm-hmm. from 12 to 29th 6. of June. Yes, amazing. of June. So. RSVP, you know, mm-hmm. RSVP and come check us out. Listen to some woman talk some real shit about the music industry. You know, need it. You know what's something I th- actually thought about you, uh, uh, Perfection? I saw my old vocal coach, Craig Derry, who's like vocal coached all the big, Mar- you name them, everybody. 
Um, he's doing something at uh, Engine Room tomorrow. Um, I saw from like six to eleven. And Mims is like the. So, do you know about this? Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Oh, anyway, yeah. So I just I just saw it on Instagram today. I was like, oh, let Amazing. me hit Avian, check that out. I might just pull up to that because yeah. Craig is like a legend. That's dope. Yeah, Craig Derry. So yeah. nice. Amazing, you know? amazing. A lot of good, great things going on. So in the in the back room, like I said before we started the podcast, uh, Perfection, you brought up a really good point that I kind of want to continue to dig into. But um, it's the idea of, well, we can start with the engineers first. Yeah. But I think this sort of applies to really anything. You know, if you're an upcoming engineer or upcoming producer mm-hmm. or artist, it's the idea of the slow burn. The slow burn. And and this is what I mean by slow burn is your let's say you're engineers, for instance. We'll we'll start with that. Like you're an upcoming audio engineer and you know, you've tracked a few people here and there, maybe tracked at a big studio, maybe even have a couple credits under your belt. But does that translate to getting paid? Now the getting paid part is Ooh. the big killer for a lot of people and you know when you think of the engineer perspective Mm -hmm. it's it's really tough to monetize Mm -hmm. um when you look at it like that but we can get really deep on it and i really want to but what what are are your uh perfection i want to start with you what what are some of the things that you notice like just being the manager at engine room which is like you know, I don't want to plug, but like it, it is one of the premier studios in New York yes, City. You've yeah. been managing that studio for for years now. Mm-hmm. So, what are some things you've noticed uh, with some of the engineers coming in and out of there, the interns and some of the resident uh, engineers? You know, what what's that ex- experience been like for them? Are, are they, you know, doing well, or yeah. are some I of think them it, struggling? It just, it just really becomes like a real life experience, like you know, what you're passionate about, you know, what we're all passionate about, which is music. You know, at a certain point, it becomes your life, what you do for a living, your day-to-day. And, you know, for some people, it becomes tough because, you know, the music industry and what we do as creatives, you know, engineers, producers, things like that, it is a slow burn. You have to, like, really put in a lot of work. You have to do a lot of favors. You have to, you know, show up even when you might not get much. And it's a really slow burn. And, you know, I think in the beginning it's excited and you're passionate, but you do reach points where you question, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Because, you know, again, for some people, it becomes real life. If you're engineering, you're making yourself a freelancer. So this is a form of you, you know, paying your bills and, and living, especially mm-hmm. as in, if you're an adult, you know. Um, so, for you know, for some people, it's like they understand that you have to, like, go hard and keep mm-hmm. consistent and keep going and put yourself out there. You know, because I think as engineers and producers, I think any creative, but even engineers, you have to find your clients. You yeah. have to work good enough to where either people hear about you and request you mm-hmm. or you're approaching people. And for the engineer, it's hard because mm-hmm. they don't get as much recognition or credit the recognition yeah and that used to be a problem for producers right Mm -hmm. still sort of is right but not as much as engineers Mm -hmm. atlas what's your take on this man i can go really go deep i can go deep because i've seen you know i've been in plenty of sessions i've i've hired studio intern engineers that have now gone off and owned their own studios um you know in the beginning it's really tough man it's really tough you know um 
getting paid in the beginning again that's the five ten year plan thing you know yeah. like you got to do the shit i'm not saying do it for free for 10 years you know you absolutely want to get paid in the beginning but it's really you have to look at it like building a brand like if you want to be one of like successful paid engineer then you have to build your brand you have to um artists have to be talking about you in the sense of like Yo, you gotta yo, my man over here. Yo, he's so nice with it. Mm-hmm. He's so fast with the cult, the you know pro tools, the shortcuts, and you know the mixing and like he'll he you know before you leave you'll get a quick mix and you know just I've seen it go from that to engineers owning studios to even real success like Cruz. Mm-hmm. Meek, you know when when Meek shouted out his engineer, yo, crew, turn me up, Cruz. That just Changed everything. picked Cruz on a whole. No, the stratosphere as far as the engineering world goes, you know, like, you know, I I was just at a session the other day and Young Guru was there, the GOAT of engineering, you know, and mm-hmm. and me and him were talking about- For those about, living under a rock, that's Jay-Z's engineer. Jay-Z's engineer. 20 plus years. Yeah. And I was talking to, I was talking to Guru and we were just praising Cruz, mm-hmm. like talking about Cruz and his come up and how, and, and you know, and- Damn, he told me a story. I don't want to say it on there, but I'll tell you guys off air. It's a mm-hmm. really amazing story um, about Cruz at, at a session that happened. But, you know, if you're looking to make money as an engineer, look, let's be honest. There's only a few ways. One is going to be tracking mm-hmm. or mixing, right? And I've seen this happen, and I won't say which engineer it is, but we have interviewed him on the show. When you get to that point, you can literally get a point on the album. Right. Royalty point. Royalty point on the mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Like when you've been rocking with an artist that long and you're that yeah. artist's guy, you know, they You'll might throw you a point that. or two, you know? You, yeah. Which is huge. They'll offer it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it depends on where you're at and where you kind of you want to go. Another thing too, and you got to think outside the box as as uh, as an engineer, if you're looking to monetize or build your brand. And you know, and, th- and this will happen more as you get a little bit more successful, but like I did with Cruz and I took him on the Respect the Engineer tours. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, traveled all around the U.S. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, that yeah. was a, a way to generate some income. Listen, he's paying for flights. Right. You know, kind of, yeah. you're not making ton, ton, tons, but you're influencing the kids. Yeah. You're making a little something. You're strengthening the brand. And you're strengthening yeah. the brand. And then we get Puma and we mm-hmm. get Slate and we get, you know, sound toys to, to give us stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and you get it all on film. Yep. And then boom, that's Look the at, product. Look uh, at Mixed by Ali. Right. Perfect example. Uh, yeah. Another, another, another one, one that sort of really just like was able to brand himself mm-hmm. and then create his own thing with mm-hmm. his own yeah. panels and stuff and like it's, that. And it's tough. I think as an engineer, you have to really find ways to put yourself out there because the engineer, again, a lot of times goes unnoticed. And it's because, you know, the focus is on the artist and then kind of the, the producer. producer right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of artists respect their engineers, right? Mm-hmm. Because you build a personal relationship with this person, mm-hmm. especially when you're working on something like an album. You know, you're probably mm-hmm. working with this person a couple times, you yep. know. They've heard you in the studio, you built a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's artists respect them, but I think it also kind of gets lost still, mm-hmm. the acknowledgement of engineers. Oh, yeah. Like they might fuck with you in the room, and then, but then like bigger picture, they're only tagging or produced by such and such. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. But it is difficult because are you, are we expecting like artists now to say like, 
produced by such and such, mixed by such and such, you know, yeah. tracked by such and such. You kind of open up Pandora's box, and then yeah. you have to credit the art director. You have to credit mm-hmm. the, you know, the studio intern, mm-hmm. and now everyone gets credit. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a slippery but I think, slope. I th- yeah, I think more so on the creative process. Like, obviously, the songwriter, mm-hmm. the producer, the engineer, you right. know, mixing, tracking, right. mas- you know, mastering. But You know what's so interesting about this conversation and the slow burn conversation? So I, I did a podcast earlier today. I was a guest on another podcast. Nice. Uh, I won't say what it is yet because it's coming in a couple of weeks. But, um, and we were talking about something similar to this that I think ties into it. But the idea of the slow burn and the this, the slow burn being like stressful, right? Mm-hmm. So you're an upcoming uh, engineer or producer or rapper. And, you know, and this is super common. You get frustrated because maybe you're not making money yet maybe you're not making enough money Mm -hmm. maybe you're stressed out about paying bills or you know um not making a living off of your craft yet and it's funny because i feel like things are things move along and we've talked about this before but things sort of move along quicker when you're you're tuned in and you're focused on the actual craft more than you're focused on the stresses of what comes with it mm-hmm. or let me so let me explain so there's this idea that you know everyone says follow your passion right like follow your passion follow your passion like you know all of the books that you read and all the like uh you know recommendations are find your passion and then like pursue it but the issue with with follow your passion is that when if you're young first of all you don't know what your passion is Mm -hmm. so you could be passionate about one thing and then you try to pursue it and then you fail and you're like fuck right and so there's this really like really interesting theory about how passion comes after progress Mm -hmm. so i think as human beings regardless of what industry you're in uh, whether you're a chef or you work a nine to five, maybe you're an accountant, maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a music producer, engineer. I think step number one is to do something enough and become uh, fascinated by the work enough to want to improve. And once you start improving a little bit, then you start to feel good about yourself and you start to feel like you're uh, value is increasing because you're getting better at this particular thing, mm-hmm. right? It's like learning an instrument, right? And so somewhere along the, the way, while you're you're engaging in this particular craft, you gain a passion for it. So it's almost like passion comes after mm-hmm. the act of doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like there's people out there that are chefs and they're not. Like, they didn't start off, like, passionate about food, but there's some chefs out there that went into it and tried it, got better, put themselves into flow, mm. learned to appreciate it, and saw the results happening every day. Mm-hmm. Incremental progress, progress, progress. And then somewhere along the lines, maybe a couple months in or a couple years in, even, they became passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the passion with the skill is why they're successful. Right. So I think a lot of us as musicians and, and, and aspiring musicians, 
I think we think we're passionate about something, but we're not willing to dig in there and really become good at it and appreciate the craft. Right. It, it it starts with the craft, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 100%. I, I think that's super interesting. A hundred percent. I mean, again, just to, I mean, people know the story, but it, when I think about that and I think about just my life situation, like starting out as like I loved music. I knew as a kid, I just loved music. I didn't know what I wanted to do in it, but I just knew I was fascinated with music, right? And, you know, started out, again, singing yeah. in, in, a, in a boy band, boy group. I thought that was my, thought I was, I thought that was my thing. Thought that was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be that guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, Justin Timberlake or whatever it is, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then that falls off. Mm-hmm. Right, and then it's like, okay, bam, but I really love music. And then it's like, okay, um, you know, managing artists. Yeah. Thought I was like, yeah, but then, eh, that's kind of a headache. So I kind of pushed that to the side, you know, and then managing producers, and you know, and that's cool too, but managing someone's a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. and I mean, let me just focus more on me and then kind of moving into, well, let me start doing events, you know, or let me start doing workshops or, or, and now I'm finding like I'm really just passionate about like content. Yeah, and you know, you know, this is a, it's interesting you say that. You know what I consider you? Yeah, a curator. A curator, yeah. content you're, curator. You're, you're yeah. curating right. things. Right. Correct. Exactly. And, and it's not just limited to like let's throw a show. No, right. no, it's absolutely. Like you're, you're, and I've done that. Too. You're like right. it's like idea and then curation. Right. Right. Executing. I think. I think what I've what I've kind of really enjoy and what I really get a thrill out of is like us having an idea you know like even like the blab chat live yeah. idea like we were like yo let's do a live one and we did it and we yeah. executed it and it was fucking awesome yeah and a ton of people showed up and it was amazing right you know so it's just the idea of of coming up with an idea and then actually finding a way to execute to it to do it um but in like a fun non-stressful way yes yeah you know exactly. what I'm saying? Everything totally. everything I started doing, I started doing it because I was having fun doing it, right? And we talk about that a lot. But then I started realizing, oh, man, you know, managing an artist, it's kind of cool. It's something to talk. I can, yeah. It's not really what I want to do. But you didn't lie to yourself by no. by continuing right. to do it. Right. No, I Otherwise, didn't. Otherwise, you right. just would have been a disgruntled producer manager. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate this. And I'm I, not- think, I think that's like us as create. I think creatives, right? Like, and you can maybe say like entertain in the entertainment industry, music. Um what i've noticed is that in this field the entertainment music industry whatever um is the field that people change their goals and their mm-hmm. passions and mm-hmm. their you know what i mean like you like you said it's like you try management you try events you try being an artist yourself mm-hmm. you try so many things and you know which is good i feel like cuz you gain the experience in all of it yeah. right you gain the experience in all areas but as like creatives are just being in this entertainment industry you you change passions or like you know objectives a lot of times and i guess it's not necessarily a bad thing because no again you're finding joy you're looking you eventually find that joy and then you're passionate Passionate about about it and then it works yeah you know what i mean yeah that's why it's so important like you said it's important to understand be mindful of the idea that like passion comes after the act of doing it Mm -hmm. so let's talk about the act of doing it now i think this is another part that people really get fucked up on during the grind especially the early grind is the actual like mundane stuff like those little steps Mm -hmm. and i forget where i where i read about this and it really like intrigued me so much because i can correlate it to a lot of my career and stuff but you know 
a lot of the success and the greatness comes from the small mundane everyday things that you do by yourself mm-hmm. now think about this lebron james right one of the most successful basketball players of all time mm-hmm. the small everyday mundane uh actions that he took was him leaving school going to the basketball court and shooting free throws for six hours straight or going to the basketball court at 11 p.m. on a school night Mm -hmm. and shooting that ball or maybe playing a game early in the morning, right? And these were things that he was doing, you know, sort of like in his own world, in flow, connected to his craft, really dialed into the action of that skill set that he's trying to improve on. Mm -hmm. Same thing with music producers, you know? Like when I was coming up, it was me in my room locked into my craft doing it every day i'm by myself i'm not i'm sort of like you're 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 kind of like phasing everything out mm-hmm. you're phasing out social media you're phasing out like oh i wonder what my friends are doing i wonder what this person's doing and so you're phasing that out and, and same with working out you know if you want to build muscle mm-hmm. go to the gym put headphones on those small like everyday mundane things that you do on your own are that's your ticket to success mm-hmm. yeah choosing that little thing that you do that no one else really knows about they don't know so unless you're like on social media like hey guys i'm at the gym or hey i'm in the, I'm in the lab cooking mm-hmm. which is becoming like a, a bad habit for mm-hmm. a lot of us but yeah. it's those little things that no one knows about that you spend hours doing every fucking day and then six months or a year later the shit snowballs and you become really good at it like better than most people mm-hmm. and from there that's the point where you figure, okay, I'm getting good at this and I am passionate about this. That's when momentum really starts to pick up. That's like me not eating snacks. Exactly. <laughs> Exa- yo, bro. Exactly. Four days, right? Four days? I've it's, been four days off yeah. of not eating snacks and I'm so excited. That sounds yeah. like such a loser thing, right? But no, it's not. Real. That's great. I need to do I, that. I'd be munching in the studio, like when I'm bored or like, you know, and then fucking being in Wall Street, yeah. everything's expensive. Oh, yeah. It's like a salad is like $13. Yeah. So, like, imagine me trying to eat. Exactly. And then healthy everything closes at like 6 p.m. or something. Yeah. So it's like, imagine me trying to eat healthy a couple times a day. That's exactly. like $50, $60. Exactly. Then I take a little bag of chips. But now I'm like, I'm trying to get, you know, back in the gym, get healthier, yeah. get my physique how I want it. Yeah, you know. Mentally um, get my shit together. And I'm like, I'm also <clears throat> trying to discipline myself. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it as a test to also discipline myself. Because mm-hmm. in the past, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to like not eat this or drink for a couple of days. And then like... I wanted to stop drinking. I'm like, I'm not going to drink for maybe a month. And then there's an outing. It's like, oh, you know, it's Friday. Just come on. And people, yeah. and then peer pressure. And you're mm. like, fuck it. I'll start on Monday. Yeah. And then it just fails. So yeah. I'm trying to like discipline myself that's to be good. like, no. So that way I know like, because discipline is hard. And I think that's oh, yeah. one of the things with like, we're talking about is doing it. Yeah. The act of doing it, yeah. you have to discipline yourself well, to do it. Even you want to know hard. You want to know the best way to combat the difficulty of that. Two things: number one, put your phone away, yeah. and number two, pick a thing that you actually like doing. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you can zone out and put yourself in flow and do it for hours. Mm-hmm. If you if you catch yourself doing that thing for multiple hours per day with no without any distractions or any sort of like desire to like 
distract yourself right. and stop or check in with people or check your Instagram, then you're you're there's a good chance you're probably like passionate about mm-hmm. that thing. And then also, you know? I think finding a place where you can work mm-hmm. um, is important too. Right. You know, because sometimes having I'm the not, silence. And yeah, because yeah. sometimes like I live at home, right, mm-hmm. with family, so you know sometimes distractions. Yeah, and I feel like ideally you know you got to be able to work wherever right like Mm -hmm. that's the grind like i'd be in starbucks making beats whatever but sometimes it's distractions Mm -hmm. like if i'm in my room you know for a second i like get stuck on an idea i'm like let me step away for a bit stepping away for a bit means sitting on my bed browsing on my phone you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. that just trickles into a whole other Mm -hmm. you know so it's also finding like a good work environment somewhere where you can like zone out and have your own space you know your own little kind of sanctuary kind of you know what i mean I mean, yeah. What are your thoughts on all this? Oh because man, I know you, 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 you. Uh, you're doing a lot of little mundane things. Yeah, yeah. You right? know what? You so. know what? Honestly, um, you know what I do a lot. You know, and it might sound weird to people. I don't do it for like four or five. Not even for like two, three hours. I do it in like spurts of <clears throat> maybe like fifteen to twenty half hour. Um, when I come up with an idea, literally the first thing I do, I don't care what time it is, I don't care if I'm taking a shit, I do not care. I put it in my notes on my phone. Mm. So I will always go back to there. And sometimes I'm glad I do that because the next day I wake up and I'd be like, oh man, thank God I wrote that on my phone because I would have totally forgot yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. And what I've been doing is when I have those like spurts of ideas, I'll open, I'll open up uh, the notes on my phone or maybe like a, an email and send it to myself. So I always have it. I just start whatever's like. Oh, I had an idea about this event. Boom, goes on my phone. Oh, I had an idea to better my uh, roller skating party. Oh, let me put that. Let me put that down there. Oh, remember to call. You know this person about that situation. You work. All right. Boom. It's like I put everything yeah. written down, and it's really honestly helped me be super organized um, as far as throughout my day, throughout my week, throughout my month. Because as I'm going through, I'm deleting and cro- I'm cross. I don't delete. I cross it out so mm-hmm. I can see it later and like thank myself like yo right. good job man like right. you did that so um, so it just it, the list just starts getting smaller but then I just start adding more to it yeah. and like that's kind of like the thing I've been doing um, is when I have ideas I just I literally just I live by myself yeah. so like I have no distractions you yeah. know what I'm saying so when I'm home or it's that time I, it's like quiet you're checking things off the list yeah and i'm just going through i was like okay i did this okay that can go yeah oh regarding that you know what let me shoot an email over to this guy to ask him about something about Mm -hmm. that and i'm literally going through and just adding ideas or trying to make things better not everything works yeah not everything works but the fact that i'm doing that i have noticed within the past year I mean, I, I feel like a growth is just, you know, it's, it's a slow, like the 2.5 pound a week thing. Yeah. It's a slow kind of burn thing, but I'm definitely seeing, you know, more opportunities and and um, I've been, I'm getting more opportunities and stuff like that. But And also, too, having my assistant. Shout yeah. out to Corbin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Corbin Crosby. Mm-hmm. He's my assistant. He's the fucking man. Like, I can't even believe all the stuff I was doing before I had him right. um, by myself. And having him do all like the admin set up the event brights set up the email blast send me the draft so i could approve it before you bulk it out to our to our master list um i got this dm i'll take a screenshot and send it to me like yo reach out to that person mm-hmm. you know blah 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 it, it's opened me up yeah. to allow me to do more things you use my brain mm-hmm. 
not just like typing emails. And I'm not saying he does a lot. I'm just mean like I was doing everything. And now that I don't have to do that, I can sit home, smoke a dube. Yeah. Right. You just know, like meditate or whatever and then it boom something pops in my head yeah. boom goes right, right on my phone what I'm realizing and I think you know with you kind of it's like mm. when you have so many things going on right? you know how like some people say focus on one thing and like but it's hard when you're good at a couple things mm-hmm. and you can have certain things developing right mm-hmm. like right. for instance with me music is my passion you know obviously nine to five thing going on you know Mm -hmm. eventually that's no longer going to be a thing Mm -hmm. but you know music but then i also have other projects going on and i also want to develop my business as like a clothing designer Mm -hmm. but it's hard because sometimes i'm like i don't want to overwhelm myself and put too much on my plate that i don't show so many you know the necessary things attention Mm -hmm. but then it's tough because i'm like I design my own clothes, I wear my own clothes, and I have people asking me for it. So that's like a business right there. Should I just like ignore it? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of tough and you wanna kind of work on everything, but it's hard because you're also doing everything yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can miss out. You know what I mean? You're not putting that attention everywhere mm-hmm. that it needs to be. So things won't necessarily probably, you know, move as quick as they could or grow as much as they could. So like having assistance and also finding quiet time and quiet space really mm-hmm. like yeah. makes a difference to everything. Actually, speaking of quiet time, yeah. mm-hmm. that really is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really is big. Like, you know, you need to have that solitary solitude. Yeah. That's what solitude is, yeah. right? Yeah, you need you need that solitude every so yeah. often. And I realize that now, like I'm realizing and learning so many things about like myself and what I need in order to like succeed and just be better at what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. quiet time is really one of those things. Like I can honestly say that I am rarely around quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like being in the studio. It's like so many people need you and like you're mm-hmm. constantly texting on the phone. Like, you know, like dropping this mic doing business and then you go home and you're with the family and like people asking you questions and this and that and sometimes I'm just like too much I'm going to lose my mind (laughs) you know and it just and that's what it's like so and then you have your own shit going on like you know your own and I'm just like yeah, quiet time is really mm-hmm. um, necessary. It's true. Ill, I took your trick and I've been doing it um, since the last episode. Which, Which one? Trick? Uh, when you go to sleep, before you're going like, asleep, do, do a strong vision. Do with a strong vision in your head of all like the positive. Because yeah, your brain goes into theta mode. Dude, man, let me tell you. First of all, it's Sorry. making me sleep like a baby. Hey. Because like you know, sometimes you're laying there, but you just like not know what to think about, yeah. or you're just like time's wasted. You're like, damn, I got to go to sleep. Yeah. But <laughs> when I've been, yeah, about. you're just there, like you know. But since I've been doing that, first of all, it knocks me right out. Um, and I play like my R and B playlist. Yeah. I have like Motown and mm-hmm. like all my R and B songs that I love um, that just kind of relax me and put me in a zone. So I, I play my playlist. Um, I put my phone on uh, airplane airplane mode. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or no, do not disturb, and then I put my playlist on, and then I lay there and I start like going through the strong affirmations, over, mm-hmm. right? And dude, let me tell you, I sleep like a baby, but I feel like everything that I've been envisioning is is starting to feel real. Yeah. No, no, ill. It's, hap- it's, it's happening. happening. It's actually happening. It's happening. I mean, you guys know. I mean, you guys know. Oh, the thing. You guys know yeah, one one of the right. things. Um, give us an example. 
I don't know. I can't even think of one. Don't be specific. It's I can't. Yeah, 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 I just mean like thinking about things that are happening in my life right now, what I want to happen, what I hope happens, what mm-hmm. I envision. And it's always positive thoughts. Yeah. Always positive thoughts. Completely positive. And I knock right out. And then the next day, boom, I'll get, I'll get that text or yeah. I'll get that phone call like, yo, boom. Yeah. You know, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, so I really believe like you, you have to, if you don't see it in your head, then it's never going to happen. Yeah. 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 Right? Never. Mm-hmm. It won't. Never. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy I really how life that. works and how the mind works. Yeah. You know, the mind is, vi- everything's vibrating. We uh, I forget if we spoke about this on the we podcast. We did. La- like last yeah, week. everything's vibrating. And so the, your, your thoughts are also vibrating. Mm-hmm. And once you, once you start like it's vibrating crazy. at the same frequency as those like positive thoughts, mm-hmm. then you start to become connected. They call it, it's like a term. It's like being a... You're 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 fabricating your your in your your mind's web, yeah. and you're locking in with those same frequencies as like the stuff you're envisioning. It's it's crazy, and even with my posts, like my social media posts mm-hmm. and what I'm posting and how I post it in the time, like <clears throat> don't get me wrong, I don't really think really hard about it. Yeah. You know, I just do it. Yeah, you know, but I'm I am noticing I'm getting DMs or friends that see me, even family members, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, man, I love yo. You're killing it on instant, like on your. I'm like, really? Like, yeah. I'm just they're like, no, but you don't yeah. like the things you're talking about, and when you talk about, it, I feel like it's not self-centered, mm-hmm. and it's, and and um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm really just all about positivity, bringing up people, like making people feel good about themselves, yeah. giving people opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, like cause I like ill gave me an opportunity when I first came on board. You know, like. There's, you know, Josh is a perfect example, and we yeah. talk about it too. There's really nothing better than giving people opportunities and seeing them grow from it. Yeah, it's, it's really like having amazing. a baby almost. It's really. I don't amazing. have any kids, but it's probably not. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, for sure. And the the whole envision thing is really powerful because once you envision something in your mind, whether it's like before you go to sleep or while you're driving or whatever, you're like zoning out, right? right. And it, it, that's actually connected to like hypnotism. You know, mm-hmm. hypnotism works, hypnotizing, but. When you envision that place, whether it's like, you know, I just want a Grammy or like I'm a homeowner or like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I got like, you know, 10 mil in the bank account or inv- whatever it, it might be that th- this place that you want to be. Then, like you said, that you start to like feel it like it starts to feel like it already happened. Mm-hmm. Once once it feels like it already happened, that's when you know that your subconscious is locked into the, the frequency. Mm. And once you're locked into the frequency where it feels like it already happened, like truly does, like you can't lie to yourself and say, oh, yeah, it feels like it happened. No, it doesn't. Like really, really think deep. When you have that vision and it feels like it already happened, when, keyword when, when it actually does happen, you're experiencing that uh, pleasure twice. Mm, You're experiencing experiencing it in your subconscious and and it really happened. So you're doubling up on your bet. Once you double up on your bet, uh, uh, you become more uh, trusting and you become more of a believer in your visions Mm -hmm. and then shit starts to snowball. You know what I mean? That's why why it's so... When I said... I made a tweet the other day. I said, uh, you know... Once you get that first win, Josh, you can you can. <laughs> By the way, you're killing that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. I don't want to read the exact tweet, but basically, yeah. it's along the lines of like, once you once you reach that first win, it starts to snowball. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important to never quit because as long as you keep going, you know, uh, just it's inevitable that you're going to reach some kind of win. Once you get that first win, then your your belief system starts to uh, become stronger and then the success starts to snowball from there. But if you don't, if you quit before that first win, mm-hmm. you'll never know. Do. You'll never know. A lot of people do. Most people do. Yeah. It's like they're right there and they just, eh, I'm going to go be a mechanic. Yeah, you don't want like to. You're why. right there because exactly. because they're you're just, right there dude. because they're just exactly. impatient, mm-hmm. impatient. But right. you can't be impatient about something, something you, you love. love. Thank you. Exactly. That's what I'm See saying. See how this all makes sense, dude. So it's like if 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 making music they didn't really love it in the in the first place. If making music is stressing you out, why the fuck are, are you, you making music? Mm-hmm. If engineering, if you wake up in the morning and you you tell yourself, fuck. I really don't feel like engineering today. Why the fuck are you engineering? Right. I'm just envisioning like a mad right. producer. Right. Oh, right. God. Right. Fuck. Another day of Fruity Loops. Right. God damn it. I hate man. this grind. <laughs> uh, my head focusing on the wrong, Focusing on the wrong things, man. Josh, my you know? headphones just went out. But it, it's crazy because everyone is capable of reaching um, greatness when uh, you really focus and hone in on like something that you love doing. We have uh, an amazing special guest, yes, plural guests, yes. today on the podcast. Uh, they were um, gracious enough to take a little bit of time to join us today. So I want to uh, introduce uh, my guys over here. Um, they're a production trio. Yep based out of LA right now mm-hmm. and uh, they just scored a huge place huge monster um, crazy uh, it's a, the record with um, Logic featuring Eminem which that speaks for itself you already mm. know Homicide Homicide and uh, let's give a nice warm round of applause welcome to uh, Bregma Music yep. here we go Hey. What's up, fellas? First of all, thank you, uh, thank you for joining uh, Blab Chats. Um, life must be pretty, pretty cool and pretty, pretty overwhelming and exciting at this point. So definitely, kudos to you guys, man. Uh, why don't Why don't we start off by? Um, I know it's three of you guys. Uh, why don't you guys all sort of like individually introduce yourselves, your name, and where you're from? So, um, yeah, um, my name is Bo. Um, grew up in uh, Coachella Valley. Um, met these guys over the internet. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I'm Uribe from Orange County. Um, like you said, met on the internet. <laughs> All right. Dope. It's becoming a trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, my name is Don. My name is uh, Donnie. Um, it was. Uh, I'm from like North Carolina and grew up over in uh, South San Diego, like Chula Vista. And uh, I met Bo through like mutual friends, and I met a rebate kind of through the internet and like mutual friends. So, similar story. Really. Dope. Very it's dope. Been networking. Networking. So let let's jump right in. Let's jump right in. Dig it. You got this. <clears throat> excuse me. You have this record, mm-hmm. Homicide. It's called Homicide, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it was on Logic's mm-hmm. uh, newest album, and it's the uh, single right. featuring Eminem. Monster record. First of all, that beat is crazy. Crazy hard. That beat is super uh, crazy. Hard. So it's on my playlist for sure. Let's let's start with the creative part of that record. Um, so who uh, who did what on there? You know, was this something that you guys did together in the same room, or were sending each other stems? Like, what's the deal? How did this beat come about? Um, 
it kind of can't boil. Usually, like, the creative process is, like, always kind of different. You know, there'll be times where, like, you know, either we'll, someone will have, like, an 8-bar loop or a 16-bar loop and or maybe even a full-fledged track. You know, maybe it'll be all, one, you know, start on one top, laptop or all in one room. Um, but in this case, it was just a matter of um, we got off the phone with each other and we're like, yo, like, really want to go in and want to make a bunch of beats. Um, and try to, you know, go on and get this work. And then next thing you know, um, Jeremy had started out uh, with these drums. He had sent me a while back um, that he had made. And uh, I always kind of had in mind when I was kind of going through, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I remember Jeremy had sent me these drums um, I really fucked with, and I kind of had a sample that I had made, um, kind of got like an eight-bar loop and kind of showed it to them, you know, both of them. They're like, oh, cool, all right, sweet. And then we kind of just started the arranging process and passing it back and forth. You know, Donnie added the 808 and, like, the intro and stuff. So um, it kind of just kind of got passed around, like, from separate laptops, like, via Internet, because um, we weren't able to meet up at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how that one came about. Very cool. So when when did this happen? When did you guys work on that? Um, I think, I, I like think before before the beginning. Well, no, I mean, we had, we had some ideas for it, but really it came into play, like, probably the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a bunch of different drum loops that we made, and we put together a pack for everyone individually, and we sent them out, and, you know, if anything stuck with any specific individual, then uh, we would just work on it and send it back to each other. But pretty much, like, the beginning of the year. Got it. So being that it's uh, yeah. being that it's three of you guys and you guys pass around a lot of files and ideas and things like that, are there any like strengths between you guys? Like, is there? Do you say like, let's send this to him because he's better at eight oh eight, or are you guys kind? Do you guys each just kind of add whatever to it? Um, I'd say we have definitely like yeah, we like we definitely have our own strengths and like sometimes we we have like certain like pockets of time where like maybe I'm like really like heavy on melodies and both like crazy on drums or rebates crazy on drums or something. And it kind of just depends on the time period. Right. And like with that sort of thing, I feel like um, it was, it was literally like that for, for making this track. We kind of all knew what we heard. Just mm-hmm. as three different individuals, we can kind of like think in a different perspective than what like right. Bro might think or what really might think, you know? So yeah, I think we definitely can say we have like our own, like our own worlds that we might be strongest in, right. like at the time. Yeah. I feel like the biggest thing that we try to make sure is that when we approach it, you know, since there's three of us, it, it can seem like it might get formulaic, you know, like, oh, this guy will do the drums, this guy will do the melody, this guy will do the bass, and then whatever. But we try to really focus on making sure that that's not the case because it's like mm-hmm. we know everyone has a different flavor to offer in those mm-hmm. categories. Mm-hmm. So it's like we don't ever want to just limit ourselves to those options right yeah yeah you want to be stale yeah you want you want the, the creative freedom good and you guys and you guys are uh, uh like classically trained am i correct are you guys uh like went to school for music oh uh, no oh uh, well, for me i only get for me i i was gonna go to a musician's institute in la mm-hmm. um but i just didn't want to talk into my like because both of you, Reba and I both play drums, so okay, um, that's where okay, yeah. And I, I talking to like my mentors, like I would drive out from Coachella to LA to like 
you know, learn from teachers and stuff. And they're like, I mean, you could, or you could just, you know, just do mentor work around LA and gig. Mm-hmm. And I kind of came from there. So, and then going to community college. And and which door, out of curiosity, yeah. just uh, what what door do you guys use the same door? Are you guys using different? What do you guys use? Uh, we use Ableton right now. Yeah. Dope. Ableton. Ableton? Nice. Is that what they said? Oh, yeah. Nice. It's, yeah, it's been Ableton gang for a minute. We had to bring some of these guys over. We had a bow <laughs> on Bajo. Yo, a- a- yo. Ableton, had... gotta, Ableton gotta throw these guys to check right now. <laughs> Ableton is the, the fucking cheat code. <laughs> that ass, yo. Had, yo, Donnie was on Reaper, bro. <laughs> Reaper. Wow. Reaper, wow. Wow. Reaper. I mean, you gotta it, start somewhere. Yeah. It makes it easier yeah, to kind of send the sessions. Ableton's where it's at now. Well, that's good. Like, like yeah. perfection would say, it must be easy for you guys. Then you guys are like robots because you guys can send mm-hmm. stuff back and forth like a machine. Like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah. So let's uh, let's. So how does this beat get to logic? Let's go straight there. What uh, what was that process, and how did you guys approach that? And you know, did you that's- did you purposely think this was for logic? You know, how'd that go? No. <laughs> Yeah, that story is actually kind of a trip. Like, we made a beat pack, and we would, like, you know, once you make the beat and you have, like, let's say 15 beats in the folder, you put names next to them on who you think maybe this could work for when we're sending it to our manager, right? And um, we had actually put, we had thought Kendrick when we were making that. And so when we sent it to our uh, our manager, Austin, he went to, he had a meeting at Def Jam and played it for uh, Logic A&R Noah. Uh, Noah Preston and mm-hmm. I guess Noah heard that beat specifically and was like yo I need to go to Logic and like play this for him and let, this, let him like hear this one so I guess he went over and played it for him and I mean it was a done deal at that point I guess he liked Great. it and then shout out to the manager Austin. shout out to Austin putting that into play that's what that's what a good manager does yes good job Austin shout out to Austin <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that dude's a king man yeah, man. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got to keep Austin. Keep, keep the plug. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what's um what's what's life like right now? You know, after this this record comes out, you know, you catch wind, you get the placement. It's got one of the biggest rappers of all time on it. I know, definitely. For, for the obvious thing is the price went up for sure. But, you know, this is um, um, is this is this you guys is um is this you guys is like first major placement? Yeah, first one. As a collective, that's great. Yeah, I would say first one. Yeah. Yeah. So, what um, what's sort of the strategy right now? What are you uh, What are you guys doing right now? What are you working on? Um, it, we have a couple artists artists like developing like um, because it's weird because like I've I've been like a it's kind of been like day one to like you guys' podcast and like that whole plan of like yeah, find, thank like, you man thank finding, you so much. a lot yeah seriously like a lot of the times where you know we were just like broke as fuck like mm-hmm. you know a lot of the times and the teachings that you guys would do um kind of really helped so the biggest one was um like finding an artist and just building um yeah. and we have a couple right. like a clique of artists we're building and um two of them that are kind of like taking off right now are ice cold bishop and um john med we've kind of just been focusing our time with them it's amazing um mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah, fire, that's man. amazing. You know, and, and that and that makes me feel like really good because this is why. I mean, we do this because we love to do it yeah. and it's so much fun. But like, right. I th- I really think 
Actually, you guys are probably like our first success story story that we know of. That that we know of, of like listeners that would like, that said that to us. So thank you guys. You need to hear about this, man. There was a time when myself, Bo, and one of our homies who engineers, oh, we were all working like graveyard shift security jobs at Mm -hmm. different locations. And we would listen to the podcast like while we were doing this, like, you know, whatever job, just trying to keep our minds fresh on music. And then we'd call each other and like, discuss like the plan based off like stuff you learned from this yeah oh, so it, it makes me want to cry it was oh, super crazy so you guys are really like, family just so fine. you guys know this is atlas <laughs> the plug like you guys are family yeah. i love you guys man thank you man that that really felt good that's yeah, amazing, that's amazing. That's we need that yeah, you know, we need that because this is three years like we're saying shit Yo, and you know people don't are really you listening some yeah. people are listening but right. people the difference is you can yeah. listen but but are you executing they are the five percent that we talk about or three percent that actually Ex- took <laughs> what we said and executed it. Yeah. 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 No, we seriously like took your guys' words and like ran with it and it, it was super crazy. Like like you really said, it was we get off work and then we would come back to the apartment and it was just a wrap. Like we had no furniture, like no air conditioning. And, yeah, <laughs> like and it paid off. Like a lot of the art like if it wasn't for like our artists like Ice Cold Bishop, we wouldn't have met Austin. Mm-hmm. Which you know got us the placement. Yeah. So right. I mean, that's crazy. That, and I'm pretty bro, sure we said it. that I mean, in in the podcast yeah. at some point is like when you know you don't know how you're going to get from A to Z, mm-hmm. but you have to kind of like go through Not, B, C, D, and right. E first right. to right. get to Z. Yeah. Baby steps. And yeah, and, and that middle right. ground was Austin. You know, and now you guys mm-hmm. have changed each other's lives. It's it's really wild. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I want to do another one. I, I, I feel so good right now. I think our air horns are too extra loud today. We're, we're making our air, air horns extra loud today. And that's cool because now you guys are on the podcast. Right. Wow. Right. You went from like listeners to fucking that's special guests. And now you guys are about to inspire more people out there mm-hmm. you know thousands of people out there with your story mm-hmm. and, and so it's it's, it's going to be really right. amazing to watch man went that's from so listener sick. to special guest with a placement yeah wow that's really really that's cool amazing. yeah <clears throat> um thank you yeah so and you know it, what's special about that that story that you guys shared is you know i think people don't realize like that you really do have to like hit rock bottom to a certain extent yeah or I don't want to say eat shit because, you know, Gary says that all the time Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't like the words eating shit. But um, you really do, like, you know, you guys being a testament to that, you know, sleeping on couches and being broken stuff, like, you have to go through that. And if you haven't gone through that yet, then, like, you're probably not going to, like, take off, you know? How, How many years, guys? Give us a number, like, from when you guys met to the placement. How many years was that? Two years, I'd say. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. How many? It, it, it was probably like, yeah, it was probably like two years. Nice. Like two or three years. Nice. Um, three yeah. years, two, three years, uh, you know, like no money broke and then all of a sudden, boom. What made like you, that. what made you guys want to like connect with each other? Like you said that you all met online. What kind of drove that yeah. connection and like made you guys actually, you know, bring that to real life and continue to work together, like build a relationship? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, it was like it was interesting because like we had started out like we were in this sort of like jazz like Afro Cuban like slash like fusion <laughs> group nice. that we were doing for a minute and we had linked up with some other musicians and we were kind of doing our thing and we just clicked like as people like we were just super like we we could tell that like we just vibed you know and 
and that was like a huge thing that we just had a relationship I was right. making this music and we kind of figured out that we all like were producing like low key without like knowing we were already doing that for some time yeah. you know and then we just started kind of like realizing like oh like you like you fuck with Dilla you fuck with you know like Titus Coyote Snarky Puppy and like all these other groups that like are super like jazz influence slash like hip hop influence and like it kind of we just built from that and started like creating just for fun you know mm. but and, and, uh, and, it was mainly just yeah as a as like homie like as friends we didn't think that oh man we're gonna like create this producer trio and go out there yeah. like uh, just some friend shit yep. you know that's when that's just when having you know fun just, just having fun. fun being around each other and you join yeah. the vibes and then yeah. that's amazing man that's I mean Dude, it's what we every, talk about all the fucking time every single success story is 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 similar to that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like a super unexpected thing or person or decision like is what caused like the ripple effect to like become successful or reach right. a milestone. Because, you know, this is like only the right. beginning for you guys. This is like mm-hmm. an amazing like sort of like first milestone. But like, you know, as long as you guys continue on the path, like, man, it's going to be really yeah. fun I'm, to watch you guys. I'm, sh- I'm sure the publishing companies are blowing up Austin right now. Yeah. <laughs> blowing up his phone. What's going on with these guys? What are they going? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Phone calls, <laughs> but it's good, too, because, yeah, you know, you... Those have been fun conversations for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's good because now you guys are kind of, like, in the radar of the A&R at the label. So he'll reach out to Austin for more production from mm-hmm. you guys for other artists. So it's good sure. that you kind of got sure. into that label side, too, you know. Somebody in the building. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So, um, man, what uh, what is uh, what's next for you guys? So you're developing your two artists. Why don't you shout out the the Instagram accounts for those two artists you're developing? Oh, uh, yeah, it's Ice Cold Bishop, mm-hmm. um, all one word, and then uh, Jamed Castle Carlisle. Car- Jamed Carlisle. That's nice. Right. Nice. So you guys yeah. are working on them, and uh, what, what other stuff everything. do you have working on? Yeah. Um, uh, we, so since, like you said, so since this record, you know, we have been getting hit up by a lot more people, and it's opened for a lot, opened up a lot more doors for us. So we realize that, like, there's a momentum, especially since this is our first record. Like, so the whole thing is like, okay, we have to make sure that this is the moment we capitalize on all that. Mm-hmm. And so we've been in the studio and just making packs on packs and packs and meeting with writers and this and that just to make sure that we have everything that we need to have ammo to send out you know what i mean and smart keep fostering these relationships that we've been doing smart yeah and you guys you guys got a couple couple people that we're trying to work with right now for sure you guys are gonna win yeah i mean you already won but i mean this is atlas you guys i'm telling you you guys have got a lot of special things about to happen in your life yeah I really believe that. Thank you. I like the idea. Yeah, thank, of, you. thank you so much. I like the idea of like ammo. Yeah, in the they're ready. They're ready for war. Yeah. What you want? They're yeah. ready to go. Yeah, like like <laughs> the mean, logic you know, and like... Joiner video. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, the war. There you go. The okay. war shit. Go ahead. Right. It's like it's like when you have all that time that you've been working. Because at a certain point, yeah, we did say let's sit down and really buckle down this production shit. And when we did, it was like okay, we know one day we're gonna have our moment to really like seize our opportunity and it's starting so it's like okay this is what we've been prepping for now we have to really just go like foot to the neck and do our best yeah. you know mm-hmm. execute. execute execution baby you know we're gonna do another Absolutely. episode with you guys one year from now I yeah 
Yep. In it's, person. It's gonna be, <laughs> not doing it in person more. Maybe we'll fly out to LA. Fly out. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. 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 We'll so, but we we need to go out there together ASAP. and mm-hmm. do a show with you guys at some point. But um, man, really, we really would love yeah, really proud of you guys, man. Um, why don't you guys shout out your individual sort of Instagram accounts along with the the Bregma group account so people can you know follow you. Sure. Okay. So, uh, well, uh, you can find you can find me Uribe at Uribe dot music on Instagram and Twitter, everything like that. How do you spell um, that? You can find me. Oh yeah. How do you spell it? I just realized, yeah. I'm so used to saying Uribe. I forget that's a weird name. It's uh, U-R-I-B-E dot music. Got it. There you go. Um, You can find me, Bo, at uh, where is Bo Music. Bo is spelled uh, B-E-A-U. And that's Twitter and Instagram. Dope. You. You. And uh, you can find me on the on Instagram. Can you repeat that? Yeah, you repeat that. You broke up a little bit. Oh, it's not my bad. It was a Donnie the Cynic. It's a D O N N Y D H E C Y N I C at on Instagram and Twitter. And then for all of us together as Bregma, you can find us at Bregma Music on Instagram, Twitter. We got a Spotify page with some singles that we've done with some of the artists we work with. Um, Sick. Yeah, you can find us on SoundCloud, everything. Sick. And nice. I don't know, I don't want to put you on the spot, Austin, because uh, I know the DMs might go crazy. <laughs> but if you want to, do you want to tell them your Instagram <laughs> too, bro? Or you don't have to. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a little shout out. Um, it's austin.t.thomas. Nice. Um, on Instagram, not on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Careful, guys. Austin, Austin's booked <laughs> and busy the right group's now. Like, no. You know? <laughs> All you producers Easy, take it easy, right, fans Take it easy Austin, can you play Take it easy on Austin's DMs Don't be hitting up Austin with some bullshit Austin is a busy guy <laughs> Shout to uh, Shout to you guys, man Thank you guys so much For taking the time out um, And talking to yeah. us um, and, and, and really appreciate The kind words from earlier, man I'm, I'm really glad that You know You guys have gained Some type of Inspiration from different sources especially our podcast and right. you know um you, you guys just have all the qualities of of yeah. being a successful group and you know um it's really going to be fun to watch so thank you guys for taking the time man thank you guys so thank much thank you so much of course yeah. thanks for thank having you. us no, thank, thank you, you so much yeah of yeah. course let's clap it up one time for Bregman Music and for Austin, Austin. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right, fellas, you guys have a good day. Later, guys. Later. Later. Peace. All right, we off. Amazing. Amazing. That was really wow. Their story, man. Yeah, really great story. Shout to Bregma Music. Um, the first Blap Chat success story that we know of. That we know of. That we know. Because I'm sure there's others, but this is big. I can I can go on record to say that. There's definitely producers that have been listening to the mm-hmm. podcast who have seen success. They just haven't Over the last said anything. Yet. Right, mm-hmm. right. They haven't said they anything, wanna, yeah. mm-hmm. which is fine. But these guys gave us our roses while we could smell them. While we right. can smell them. You know? They smell good. Yeah. Smoke the weed while you can inhale them. Oh, they yeah. Oh. Okay. No, actually, I'm not going to claim that. I got that from Noriega. Great <laughs> champs. So shout out to Noriega. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Hey.
104. 104. <laughs> Shout out to all the producers, engineers, rappers, singers. Appreciate you Managers. guys. Managers. This is Blab Chat episode 104. Shout out to Bregma mm-hmm. uh, for joining us today. Shout out to Austin. Hope, hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that repost button. Tell all your friends. Keep going. Stay at it. Stay passionate. Stay inspired. This was mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorite episodes. Every episode is a favorite Have fun. episode. But um, we will catch you at the uh, next episode. Yep. Uh, and we're out of here. Blab Peace. Chat. Later. Peace.